Hi, it's Sunday, May 8th, 2016. This is show number 30. This is Transmit. Here we go.
And welcome, you've made it to show number 30. So have I. <laughs> it's good to be back. It's uh, Sunday. What day is it? It's May the 8th. And here we are for show number 30. This is the show we call Transmit. This is Life from Hacker's Perspective. I am Gummo, your host. And I'm back. After a two... Two week? Three week? Two well over two week hiatus boy it's kind of good to be back I guess the weather is much cooler here in Chicago than it was in Florida where did I go well that's where I went I found the holy grail of Krispy Kreme (laughs) in Florida took a little time off recharged the batteries recharged the soul Took a little time and uh, went swimming, surfing, walking around, thinking, looking, pointing, commenting, griping, moaning, complaining, smiling, shed a tear or two, visited with some family, some friends. But overall, I had a wonderful time, and it was well-deserved and uh, well-needed to get out of the uh, Windy City, get away from it all, step back, take a more larger, focused, or unfocused, however you want to look at it, perspective on things and how they react, and or how I react to them. But nevertheless, what a trip. Just like February, I decided to drive down to Florida, but unlike returning, (laughs) I was not uh, befallen with uh, any medical issues. Thank goodness. Maybe it was because uh, I I don't know. Who knows? But uh, it was certainly good to get back home to Florida, spend a little time. And as I said, I uh, had an opportunity to catch up with some family and some friends. Wanted to say hey to uh, Linda and Craig, Haley, Jamie, Christy. Christy, I'm very proud of you. You are uh, certainly on your way up. And I I hope your move to Houston is uh, a good one. Uh, Got a chance to do a lot of things. Had a good time. Mm. Nevertheless, uh, you know, when I this time uh, when I took my little vacation, little, I don't think it was little. I think it was a, quite a large vacation in uh, perspective to a normal vacation or what it seems. Uh, I completely unplugged. I turned uh, every device off. Once in a while, I would turn my phone on and check the weather, but uh, I stayed unplugged, and boy, did it feel good. It really felt good. It uh, I, I can't even describe the last time that I completely unplugged, disconnected from uh, the electronic existence that we all live this day and age. 
What about you? Do you ever unplug, disconnect, spend time away from uh, the daily nuisances that uh, keep you up at night? It felt good. It really did. It. Uh, I, I felt, uh, you know, most of you that uh, know me or had, that have listened to prior shows know pretty much have <laughs> have gotten an idea how old I am. And yes, I'm old. Uh, but it was, uh, it, it took me back literally 20 years. Uh, just, you know, waking up every day. No email no text messages, no likes, comments, private messages, DMs, none of that. I did not have to deal with any of that. And boy, it really felt good. And you know, again, if you know me a little bit, you know that I I am from Florida and that's uh, where I really uh, find my um, center. And it felt good. It really did. Uh, as and as I said, I I, I felt really uh, rejuvenated. It was it was good. I felt like I felt like I was twenty years old. It was good just to wake up every day, <laughs> walk over to Publix and get a uh, bagel and an orange juice. Not have to uh, check my messages. Went, went to Krispy Kreme. <laughs> went to uh, Krispy Kreme on Cassett Avenue in Jacksonville. Of course, I was expecting the old Krispy Kreme facility. Uh, we got off of I-10 and pulled up to the Krispy Kreme facility or store. And they had uh, rebuilt it. Uh, come to find out with a little bit of uh, understanding from the locals there that the original Krispy Kreme that had been there since the 40s had, um, uh, it had closed down and was closed for 10 years. And uh, the only thing they kept was the original sign. And so it was... Uh, without without any precedence from the locals in the area that they really wanted their Krispy Kreme store back. And boy, I was sure happy to see it. <laughs> Nothing like getting a hot dozen at uh, two in the morning, which I took a full advantage of. But they kept a sign, and that was interesting to see. Got a picture under it. Shared it. It was good. It was, it was good to see some of the old uh, the old things that I grew up around. Some of the things not so good, you know. Uh, again, you know, I'm I was born and raised in Jacksonville, and uh, you know, I've been in Chicago well over ten years, and uh, since then, Jacksonville has certainly grown, but in some sort of unique way. You know, when I left Jacksonville, they had 
Like most cities, they have a, a beltway around the city. Well, when I left Jacksonville, the, the beltway was, I would say, partially completed, 50%, I-295. But in my absence, or since I uh, left, they completed the beltway around the city, I-295. And one of the most interesting things that I discovered uh, on my uh, reunification tour of Jacksonville uh, was that it seems that everything inside of the Beltway has sort of deteriorated. Like uh, nothing has been done to any of the neighborhoods, businesses, infrastructure, so to speak. And everything outside of the Beltway, of course, has grown tremendously. New neighborhoods, new roads, new infrastructure, uh, new everything. There's a section of road called Beach Boulevard. Stretches from I-95 to uh, the beaches. And when I was a kid growing up, uh, you could go... You could drive from I-95 on Beach Boulevard all the way out to the beaches. And once you got past the old part of the inner city, which was a couple miles, you know, five, six miles, everything else was woods. That wasn't the case this time. Uh, it was, uh, it was a, a wholly enlightening experience for me to discover that everything that I remember as woods and sand dunes are now neighborhoods, subdivisions, shopping plazas, malls. Well, you know, that's sort of the thing in Florida, you know. <laughs> it uh, Things get replaced with uh, shopping plazas and malls quite frequently. Interesting to see. Definitely different and... Uh, Things that I knew that used to be there are not there anymore and are now, as I said, you know, there's neighborhoods and shopping plazas, barbecue restaurants, things that I never imagined, never uh, in my wildest dreams, I never thought I would ever see things like that and uh, a growth in that perspective or narrative, new neighborhoods. Very, very interesting to see. I, uh, of course, uh, stayed uh, out uh, near the, uh, in St. John's County and uh, Ponte Vedra Beach. It's where my family lives. And uh, again, the, the growth out there uh, was simply astounding. There now is a uh, a planned little mini micro town they call Nakatee. And when I was growing up, that was nothing but swampland. And so driving through there was uh, again uh, it, it was a head buzzing experience. 
you know, when I was a child, we used to go out there and camp. Uh, all kinds of other things. But one of the uh, places that, uh, that continue to remain unchanged is uh, Guana State River Park. And I'm really glad that it has not changed and it remains a state park. Uh, really, it's part of the old... It's old Florida. You know, you, you have... You know, living here in Chicago, I hear people talk all the time, you know, <laughs> that uh, they go to South Florida for this or Fort Myers for that or Tampa or Pensacola. All of the touristy places. But if you really want to get a, a, a really good taste of old Florida and how it used to be and how it still is, unspoiled beaches, no tour buses, vacationers, expensive things, just put on a pair of flip-flops, grab a cooler, and head to the beach, well, that's where you want to go. And it still makes me smile and it still warms my heart to see that uh, it has remained uh, unspoiled and will remain unspoiled because it's protected. And boy, do I sure miss it already. Uh, okay, so that was uh, that's a little narrative on my vacation. It is good to be back in Chicago. Uh, we uh, just closing out that little narrative, though, uh, we it we drove back through Tennessee and it was a wonderful drive always uh always you know I love driving and going through the mountains the smoky mountains it's always an experience hmm. nevertheless we got back to Chicago this time at three in the morning there was no traffic the weather was fine a little cool still is and here we are it's good to be back. It's good to see familiar faces, familiar places. And of course, you know, the same thing here in Chicago. <laughs> the Metro trains. That's another thing. You know, I got I, I got back here. Uh, when was it? Monday or Tuesday? We jumped uh, on a Metro train. Wednesday, was it Wednesday or Thursday? I think it was Thursday. I jumped on a Metro train. I think it was Thursday. Indeed, it was. Uh, and uh, fired up the old Metro app. You know, the one that had a lot of flaws. <laughs> I see they updated it. They're now at 1.112. When I left, it was 1.109 or something. So I fired up the Metro app and I tried to purchase an e-ticket. And then I tried again and again and again. <laughs> I must have tried purchasing about uh, I must have tried purchasing an e-ticket about 50 or 60 times before finally the train was full. Uh, I was halfway to the city. So I threw my hands up and I decided to call customer service. Well, you know, I <laughs> The conductor's coming down the aisle. I have my uh, I have my two devices open. 
slightly beginning to freak out. So I so finally after waiting 11 minutes at 6:30 in the morning for customer service, I uh, I finally got a hold of uh, a very very kind young lady, uh, and uh, I, I did not mean to hang up on uh, the young lady. Uh, Again, when you're moving 65 miles down the uh, rails, uh, your calls do uh, intermittently disconnect. And I was fortunate enough to uh, keep the call alive while she told me what the problem was. I described the problem. I'm like, hey, you know, I'm trying to buy a knee ticket. It's been a couple weeks. I'm not having any luck. And so, you know, at this point, I'm rather... Okay, I'm pretty frustrated and so the, the the young lady kept her composure which I, I was very surprised after the call ended of course uh and she 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 told me she said well what's the error say and i said well you know it says this blah 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 and she's like no 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 tell me what the error says and so you know i had to drop my uh, Chicago attitude for a moment and I actually had to read back the error because it was just a generalized error. It was like, you know, seriously, it looked like just a plain old error. And she's like, oh, well, do you have money in your bank account? I'm like, well, yeah, I've got money in my bank. I think I do. (laughs) You never know. Uh, And so I, I, I thought for a moment, I'm like, oh, no. I got a new debit card, you know, the new debit chip card, and it had a new expiration date on it. So I'm like, oh, I think I figured it out. And just as I said that, the call uh, terminated. The conductor is still walking down the aisle. (laughs) And so I hurriedly relaunched the app, had to log back in after resetting my username and password 40 or 50 times. Added the new expiration date in Viola. Ah, hey, I was able to purchase an e-ticket. In the nick of time, the conductor came around and uh, here you go. That was my first day back heading to the office, by the way. Quite an experience. And all I could say, uh, by the time I got off the train and uh, began my ascent down Wacker Avenue to the office, I realized, hmm, yep, no, it's good to be back in Chicago. After a CTA bus nearly uh, decapitates me with its mirror. <laughs> Life in Chicago, boy, I tell you. Uh, so, you know, while I was away, you know, of course, as I said, I was uh, completely unplugged from the from the uh, entire universe so uh it was uh with sad misfortune to discover that uh the rock legend uh prince passed away and while i was certainly no prince fan i i really liked uh, a lot of the uh music that prince put out it was pretty cool And as I spoke about uh, many, many shows ago, uh, you know, drug addiction, uh, it knows, it it does not discriminate, period. It it knows no boundaries. 
Uh, it's, it's taken many people, including my own brother. And uh, if you have a problem with drugs, even if you think you don't and you're, you are taking drugs just to get, get by, you, you probably have a problem. And uh, you, should, you should do everything that you can to help yourself and those that love you. Even if you, you know, it, it, it's tough. And you'd never think someone like Prince, you know, Prince was, uh, I believe, the epitome of, uh, not the epitome, but how do I, how, what, how do I want to say this? He was one of those people that uh, actually would, uh, you know, advocate the use of uh, being clean. And to discover that was certainly uh, an eye-opener. You know, when I was uh, in Florida, I discovered uh, a new, I don't want to say new, but I discovered something that I, I never had seen in Florida. And that was uh, something that uh, came to fruition while I uh, was coming to grips with reality here in Chicago years ago. And that's uh, people with their mobile phones. You know, everybody has a mobile phone nowadays. You know, we've spoken uh, about the perils of using mobile phones, mobile devices, walking around with your head down, not paying attention. And it uh, it could lead to sometimes, and has actually led to some rather disastrous consequences for those not paying attention while on their mobile device. One of the interesting things that I discovered was people were on their phones on the beach. <laughs> I was like, really? What is this? And again, I stuck to my guns and I, uh, I kept my mobiles completely powered down. Yeah, it was interesting. It was interesting watching, you know, watching the slow life is what I call it. Because it's certainly nothing like living in a big city such as Chicago. It was uh, interesting, nevertheless, watching people walk around in shorts and flip-flops and tank tops with their heads down, bumping into people, crashing into things, texting, SMSing. Yeah, I shook my head for a moment. I'm like, what in the hell are you doing on a mobile phone here in Florida? I mean, what are, is life that boring for you? No, it can't be. But again, I'm looking at life from a different perspective now that I live in a big city. It was nevertheless interesting to see people on their mobile phones in a sunny vacation destination. Sometimes you don't know what you got until it's gone, huh? Last week, the nonprofit Common Sense Media released the findings of a new poll on mobile device usage and family con <laughs> family conflict of over 1,200 parents and teenagers surveyed. 50% of teens said they that they feel addicted to their mobile devices. Uh, 
it's it's uh, the common sense survey also found that while mobile device usage can cause conflicts in families, they may not be creating long term harm. Around seventy percent of parents and teenagers said they argued about device usage, and seventy seven percent of parents said their teenagers were sometimes, if not oftentimes, distracted by their phones or tablets during times spent together with families, and that's what I'm talking about. You know, I know we are on the cusp of new technology replacing mobile devices. People, you know, we are. We absolutely are. You have uh, Microsoft HoloLens coming around the corner, and and hopefully I'll have enough time to speak about that. Uh, You have Magic Leap, which promises to be even better than HoloLens. And so you have new, uh, and, and then you actually, uh, if, and I was getting caught up with uh, some things. Uh, I read that Google, of all people, not surprisingly though, however, uh, had had released a patent or filed for a patent for a wearable contact lens, AR type, MR type of system. And I believe that it it's actually surgically, it, it, these lenses are surgically implanted in your retina. <laughs> sort of like having Google always on, yeah? So I don't know how that, that, that will uh, transpire, but uh, it, mobile devices, mobile phones in your hand will quite likely uh, be dinosaurs sooner than you think, actually, with the... Uh, Reportings from Apple, reporting lower than expected earnings, nevertheless making millions and millions of dollars and still one of the most valuable and profitable companies on the planet. I read into the Apple a little bit of the about the Apple stuff last uh, last week at the end of last week while I was catching up on things and some of the uh, some of my friends who are traders and analysts. They're like, hey, man, you know, Apple's not coming out with anything new or exciting. And, you know, I sort of agree. But, uh, you know, we are talking about a company that has reinvented categories or created categories for uh, devices that you never knew existed. So, you know, you have Microsoft HoloLens, you have Google's Magic Leap. What is Apple doing in the AR, VR, MR space? What are they doing? Are, are they coming out with something? Or are they just going to go, oh, hey, check this out? And if they do, <laughs> if they do, what's it going to be like and how's it going to function? Well, hopefully they will and it will be uh, amazing. But certainly at this point, Magic Leap has the uh, upper hand advantage. By the way, I got my link to purchase the uh, Microsoft HoloLens from Microsoft while I, while I was away. Three thousand dollars, even three zero 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 dot zero zero. And so far, it seems, uh, of course, ordered. But it seems that uh, you get a blank slate, the headset. And uh, some tri- some sample code to start uh, developing on it. This this these are the development 
or this is the development edition of the Microsoft HoloLens. Besides the Oculus system, which requires a separate computer, this, this system is a fully self-contained Windows 10 PC that you wear on your head. Now, one thing that I found interesting while I was ordering was that there's some sort of dongle device. And I'm not sure what that device is that comes along with the HoloLens. It, it, it seems to be like a microphone or something. I don't know what it is. We will find out, though, when we get the uh, developer edition in. But what's Apple going to do? Is Apple even entering this space? They have, come on, man. They're building a, a billion dollar ring in Cupertino. Interesting. Very interesting. You know, uh, getting caught up with things means a uh, getting caught up with a lot of what's going on in the world of, uh, you know, what we do, what we're here for, and who we are. And, you know, it, it's... Well, let me see how I can describe this. You know, I... I I know satellite systems quite well. That was one of my uh, interesting issues that I had in the 90s that I had to deal with. And so, you know, uh, from from my perspective, satellite systems still are not uh, that secure. And so, you know, a lot of banks use satellites as uh, primary communication methods or trunks thinking that they're safer when actually they are inherently uh, insecure. I think I tweeted about that Friday or Saturday. Last December, UAE United Arab Emirates Media reported that InvestBank had been hacked and that an individual tried to blackmail the bank for $3 million. After the bank didn't pay, it it was said that the hacker known as Hacker Huba followed through with his or her threats and dumped the data online. Uh, come to find out that the data that was dumped online is actually uh, data from a bank called InvestBank. In a zip file that uh, contains roughly um, well over 3,000 PDF files. And is almost uh, 10 gigabytes in size. That contains almost 13,000 files. Coming from a SQL database. There's fun stuff like customer information details. IDs, stuff like that. And so, uh, there, while the, while the bank, while, while this bank was not, uh, 
caught with its pants down via satellite. It used satellite communications and inherently insecure storage methods such as MSQL. And unsecure directories. Yet another breach, right? On a bank. It doesn't matter if it's in New York or Dubai or Tokyo. It's still, you know, it's uh, people put, you know, people put their money in banks and trust them. Very interesting. Uh, to, it's very interesting to see that there are a lot of banks and financial institutions, trading firms, brokerage firms, hedge funds that are still uh, relying on outdated technology to secure their infrastructure. And, you know, the, the one thing that still remains the most pliable weakness is the employees. You know, time after time, I can pin test a company. And the, 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 it does not matter. The weakness is always the uh, human. You could throw as much big iron as you want at your security and infrastructure, but all it takes really is a uh, secretary or a uh, someone who really uh, has or really doesn't care or hasn't been properly trained to ensure that the uh, assets of the company or the, the place that they work are secured. That's all it takes. Low thumb drive. Hey, Christy, can you plug this in and print out this PDF for me? I have a meeting with uh, Mr. Zohan here in 10 minutes, and I, uh, I'm so sorry to bother you. Well, as soon as that happens, well, guess what? You've taken over. Uh, you've gained entry into that network or that facility or that infrastructure. If, even, even if you have a colleague that hands you a thumb drive, I'd be very suspicious about that. Or attachments, of course, you know. If you're listening to this show, you should know these things. If not, now you do. You should be careful of these things. The number one way into a network is the human weakness factor. It has always been that. And it doesn't matter if you, uh, it, it really doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter what institution that you are at or you are trying to safeguard or who is there. A little bit of craftiness, a little bit of cleverness can get you a go that can actually goes a long way. You know, if, if the uh, handsome hacker can't get through, well, the uh, very pretty decoy can. You know, humans have a, uh, no matter, <laughs> no matter who you are or how hard you think you are or immune you think you are, there is someone that can bypass, bypass your human security. Think about that for a minute. Are you a female hacker and are you tasked with protecting a network? Are you ready for that handsome hunky guy to come and chat with you and get to know you? Social engineer his way to you, become your best friend, 
then take what he needs or more than he needs. And same works in reverse. Are you that cool hacker dude? You think you've got it all figured out? You've got everything locked down. You've got your big iron secured. You've got biometrics in place. Hell, you have laser satellites and <laughs> anti-static foot sensors in your facility. Ah, but that one pretty girl with that one little thumb drive. Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't should live the rest of your life as a hermit in a cave. But these are these are some of the methods that are employed every day to gain valuable secrets and, and to get inside multi-billion dollar networks and infrastructures that, sorry to say, just aren't worth it. And that's how it works or one aspect of it, actually. And there's many other methods you can play the telephone repair man, the pizza delivery guy, the flower delivery guy. The flower delivery guy method still works. <laughs> you can walk right through a uh, an office. Security most likely will let you uh, through and up the elevator to the office to hand deliver flowers to that special someone. When's the last time you got a set of flowers? All right, enough of that. Uh, it's It's been uh, brought to my knowledge that Frack Magazine is back. If you're a hacker, you should know what Frack Magazine is. If you don't, Frack Magazine is, uh, and I'm quoting Wikipedia here, Frack Magazine was first released on November 17th, 1985, and it takes its name from the words freak and hack. The founding editors of the magazine, known by the names Taron King and Knight Lightning, edited most of the first 30 editions. Editions were originally released onto the Metal Shop Bulletin Board system. I remember that. Where Taron King was a sysop and widely mirrored by other boards. During its first 10 years of publication, Frack had has been largely associated with telecommunication, <laughs> telecommunications fraud, providing material for freakers and informing about arrests in the community through the frack world news feature articles along with release of articles such as smashing the stack for fun and profit and the editorship of damon nine root in 1996 i remember that too frack became more computer security oriented and closer to the definition of hacking and actually, you know, uh, the EFF actually uh, came to fruition as a result as a result of Frack. Check it out, uh, Frack Magazine. They are back, or so it seems. I've been reading them since God forever. Frack.org. And uh, let's see, it's. 2016 
Yeah, 85, 2016. Yeah, 31 years. 31 years. Wow. Uh, the latest e-zines are rather interesting. A lot of props go out to uh, some well-knowns. And uh, likewise, sending those props right, right, right back at them. Right back out there at those uh, knowns and unknowns. You guys know who you are. And girls. Interesting. Where has the people been? Where 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 have you been, Frack? It's it's really good to see Frack back. Frack back. Frack back. Uh you know, and again, uh today uh I I, I popped on Twitter for a little bit and uh it was um, what do you miss about the eighties and I'm a big eighties junkie. I miss the 80s. How can you not miss the 80s? Especially if you grew up in the 80s. I mean, it was a time before social media, a time before Facebook and updates and tweets and people knowing everything about you. Every minute about you and what you're doing every minute of the day. It was actually a time when MTV played music. When Nintendo 16-bit or 8-bit the Super Nintendo, what was it? The Super Nintendo System, S-N-E-S? Super Nintendo Entertainment System. God, I had a lot of fun with that. Castlevania, James Bond Jr., all of those fun games. MTV played music videos. <laughs> that was something that I discovered when I was uh, in Florida at the hotel... I just couldn't stay with family when I was down there. So I stayed at the uh stayed at a nice nice hotel. And uh so I, I, I wiggled my way uh to MTV and you know, again, you, if you know me, you know I really don't watch television. I have a Roku, but uh you know, that's that's a Roku. So I found I wiggled my way to MTV and I, I actually discovered that, uh, yep, yeah, it's, it's, it's actually true that MTV does not play music videos anymore. So I'm like, where, you know, I'm, I'm asking around. I'm like, well, where's the music videos? <laughs> like gummo dude, you are so out of touch. Music videos aren't played on MTV. That's not what MTV is. I'm like, well, why is it still called MTV if they don't play music videos? <laughs> Well, okay, so that's me, uh, that's me uh, shouting it off for Show 30. I bet you thought Show 30 was going to be this highly anticipated rock star sort of event, but no, this is Show 30. It's good to be back here in the studio, here in the city, here in the Aeon building. Want to say hi to Larry, the very mean and imposing security guard downstairs. He lets no one buy without an ID card. Of course, you know, it's, uh, the Jimmy John's downstairs still reeks of bread, even when they're closed. But uh, it, it is good to be back. Uh, sadly, though, uh, the, the city still is experiencing a major uh, influx in uh, uh, the sad realities of uh, crime, and uh, I think I tweeted something about that yesterday as well. I mean, 
you know, in one evening, I believe Friday to Saturday, uh, two people were killed, 54 or 56 people were shot in the city. That it's, it's, it's unbelievable. And uh, it's, it's, it's out of control. And uh, while we have a new police chief here in the city, it still seems that nothing's being done. Uh, with the closure of 50 schools in some of the areas of the city that mostly needed it, I'm still uh, in awe why uh, the schools were, were closed and um, not surprised that crime has continued to rise here in the city. But uh, that's a whole other subject in another podcast, or for, and uh, that's that's not why I'm here to. Uh, it, it is is disheartening to uh, see, and uh, hopefully technology can help with that. What do you think? Can technology help with crime? You know, we uh, we we are going to uh, get back into the groove of things. I'm going to be back here next week for show number 31. We are going to review. <laughs> I got to reach out and see where that that uh, that Chinese uh, cell phone wristwatch is, and whether or not it's actually working. I really want to check that out and get it up and running. Or it, it, did it even power up? I don't know. I need to reach out and see how that's doing. Uh, next week, we we will review a few gadgets. And uh, I just wanted to say it's really good to be back here with the crew. Looking forward to uh, the Philosopher's Club this Wednesday. Jay, brother. All you guys and girls. Miscreants, deviants. <laughs> Looking forward to seeing you guys Wednesday. Uh, and again, uh, brother... Thanks for uh, looking out after the fort while I was away. I really appreciate uh, knowing that you were uh, looking uh, south while I was looking, or you were looking north while I was looking south. I really appreciate the confidence there, man. I really, I really can't uh, thank you enough for that. So there it is. There's show 30. Uh, I'm back in Chicago. <laughs> for how long? I don't know. Did I say that? Uh, but I, it, it is good to be back. Uh, I have had my fill of Krispy Kreme and junk food and fried uh, fried this and fried that and barbecued this and mayonnaised that. And it's good to be back. It's still cold here, though. It's not 85 degrees. It's like 62 degrees here today. Nevertheless, all right, I will stop complaining about the weather. Uh, thank you for listening. I wanted to thank you for listening. We'll do some reviews next week uh, on some gadgets, and we'll catch up on some more uh, technicals. But until then, please, uh, today's Mother's Day. Please, uh, if you haven't spoke, spoken with your mother in a while, at least think about her. At least give her a thought. Wanted to say happy Mother's Day to the uh, mothers out there. Or if it wasn't for you, uh, well, none of us would be here. So thank you. And uh, again, thank you for listening to the show, tuning in, listening to me ramble and rant. Hopefully you got something out of the show besides, uh, I don't know, finding out about how Krispy Kreme operates. 
but uh thank you again for tuning in i uh, wanted to say thank you to um well i said thank you already i uh, wanted to say thank you to crash ice brother jay everybody out there and uh i will look forward to having you back on the show or i will look forward to being back here on the show next week here in his studio for show number 31 and again i will get some gadgets uh across the uh menu here but until then uh try and uh just uh use your skills for something purposeful good not evil good always prevails over evil even if you're evil you know that i'm right (laughs) hey sometimes i still wear my black hat and do something nice. Do something great with your skills. Don't be a moron. It's always good to do something good and feel accomplished, isn't it? Doesn't it? Isn't it? Doesn't it? Doesn't it? Isn't it? <laughs> All right. Uh, that's it. Uh, Crash, you're on the board, man. Uh, we will see you guys next week for show number 31. This is Gummo. Oh, uh, pfft, duh. If you want to contact me, you can. I'm on Twitter. Just search for Gummo, G-U-M-M-O-X-X-X. You'll see me in front of my lovely Jaguar. You can email me at gummo, G-U-M-M-O, at hackers.xxx. Also on hackers.xxx, you are able to uh, catch up on uh, the latest shows. Check out upcoming events. A few other things. We're coming to a platform near you. We're on uh, Amazon. We're on Roku. We're on iTunes. And we're coming closer to you on your device. Stay tuned. And we'll see you next week for show number 31. This is Gummo, and I'll see you next week. Take care.